listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and this morning, Gareth Richards. Good morning. A dear old friend of ours is with us. Um, if you want to text the show, we're on 8.12.15. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, we're on at Frank on the radio. Or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Simple as that. We've had our first missive from uh, of this morning. Oh, yes. Morning, Frank. You had your picture taken with my cousin, Jill, at the Rolling Stones gig. She was the one with beer all down her front. Oh, yeah, from <laughs> Stourbridge. Yeah. Oh, OK. Oh. Lovely. Um, yeah, we were... Um, we all went to see the Stones last night, Gareth. Yeah. Oh. Uh, which is what I call the Rolling Stones. OK. <laughs> of, I abbreviate it. Mm. Mm. Um, I, the Rolling would be all right with me. <laughs> That's a bit like... Um, what was the name of that? The Shining. It's, oh, it feels yeah. a bit like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, I said maybe about um, Crown Green Bowls. <laughs> if you can imagine that. So how was it? Uh, you know what? They were absolutely brilliant. Huh. Oh, I'm glad you said that. You know, but you know there are well, gigs... It can go either way when someone says absolutely. Yeah, but you know there are gigs you go to and uh, you think, yeah, great, I love that track. But I just felt really happy last night. It just made me happy that the Rolling Stones are still at it and can still do it. It was, well, it was cracking. You find yourself saying quite uh, predictable naff things. Like, I did say at one point, they're really good live, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, and totally. <laughs> And um, we had a chance for a real good look at them. We're in mm. the golden circle. Are you familiar yeah. with that? Oh, so like quite close to the stage. Yeah, pretty close. VIP to the VIP area. Well, you, well, I wouldn't no. quite go that it's far. It's more golden free for all, really. Can anyone pay to be there? Yes. Okay. It seemed to have been quite, quite, uh, quite a lot of West Ham fans that hadn't gone home after the last <laughs> West Ham home game that are still there. There was a period where... local people at the London Stadium. <laughs> Yeah, there was, there was a point when I saw about four big... They must have been West Ham fans. Four big blokes. Big, great big necks on them. Huge necks. You know those really or long big... or wide? <laughs> no, wide. Man, not long. They could have been aliens, those four guys. Good, good for concerts, though. You know those people who look like um, someone has punched them really hard in the face and their airbags have, uh, have happened? Um, anyway. So red! Yeah, well, there was a lot of drinking. But anyway, these guys, I mean, for for all I know, they might be for uh, news correspondents from the BBC. But anyway, um, but they still supported West Ham, definitely. Mm. But there was a bit where they were doing Miss You, and these guys, who looked like they they might regularly beat people up at the weekends, Mm. were standing there going... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, that was a strange thing. Yeah. But, yeah, it was brilliant. I love the clothes, though. Because I know, Frank, you've always talked... I mean, not always. You have other conversational point, reference points. <laughs> I don't know. But I have you do, four. OK, one of those four is Mick Jagger in the Mac, isn't it? In a sort of trench coat. Yeah, the last time I saw them, which was about 15 years ago, and it put me off, to be honest. Because of the trench coat. He came out in a slightly... A, a trench coat, but with a slight sheen to it. Oh, oh yeah. And I think he did Love Train. Mm. And... Um, I mean, what, why would you wear a track? It was indoors. Like a sort of a Mac. Like a belted yeah. Mac. But a belted round the like front a Mac. Flasher. Yeah. It just looked like, like 
a secret squirrel <laughs> if they did a deluxe edition of that. Jump, jumping Jack Flasher. And even <laughs> Keith Richard, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Richard um, looked at him, I thought, in a, oh, the Mac, he's got the Mac. <laughs> oh. Do you think Not, they did that when he came into the dressing room? I mean, how yeah. do I look oh, at him? the Mac, get off, <laughs> stop, get rid of it. Or he got it, I can imagine he got in and it was in yeah. a bin. Yeah, and uh, Keith was just poking it on fire. <laughs> Keith just poking it with the stick just to make sure it, all the buttons melted. <laughs> but this time he looked—he looked brilliant. Mick he, well, what he's done, he's found his look, which is. Blue, it took a while. Yeah, <laughs> seventy years. <laughs> Blouson silk shirt, and a jewel <laughs> colour. He likes an emerald. He likes a blue. Oh. Um, he likes a wild horse. He had mm. one of those on a shirt last night. But I tell you what, he does like a black. Platform trainer. Uh, oh, but platform he's, trainer. His yeah. hips are so slim that when he came on stage, Keith Richard held out an unstrong tennis racket and he just jumped straight <laughs> through it. <laughs> that was the opening to the show. And then he like, did a forward roll and got off <laughs> and went, uh, I was born in a crossfire. It's brilliant. That was an opener. I don't think you could, uh, you could beat that. <laughs> I have to say, Gareth, um, Frank got somewhat mobbed last night. Oh, really? The older... They're yeah, my crowd. 60,000 60, divorced mm. dads, isn't it? Yeah, they're, they're, they're very much my crowd, the divorced dad, the oh. drunken divorced dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. The treble Ds. <laughs> we had an email from someone saying, Frank, could you possibly help me out? My wife Fiona this week surprised me with tickets to Lords on Thursday and the Rolling Stones on Friday. Both of which I went to. Oh, really? Yeah. Suspicious, some might say. It's not from... <laughs> is it from me? <laughs> it says, on the way to the stadium to see the stones, she noticed that you were walking beside her. Oh, yeah. She's always been a fan of yours and asked me to ask you for a picture of you with her. I said something like, leave the man alone, he doesn't want to be bothered, but really I was just too embarrassed to. I feel bad and wished I had. Could you please give her a mention and say I'm sorry? Mm. Um, yeah, what's she called again? Um, oh, that's charming. <laughs> I don't know. Fiona. Does it, does it, does my name was Fiona. Fiona. Was it? Oh, oh yeah, Fiona. Yeah, I believe okay. her name is Fiona. Okay. Fiona. Um, well, hello, Fiona. You should have come over and had a photo. Everybody else did. <laughs> oh, there were uh, lots. That no, but so I, lots that was that was, was sweet of you to uh, for your husband to consider my privacy more than he considered your own wishes. <laughs> Um, there was. I'll tell you what else there was a lot of. There was a lot of men um, carrying those egg boxes that you tend to get at Starbucks. Yeah, with beer. With the beer, but... Not just oh, men. In I one. Saw, okay. I saw women with vast amounts. Four. I saw, I, saw, I saw one man with eight going above our head. Wow. I mean, yeah. come on. I yeah, but we might him. have had, you know, a friend with him. Well, he didn't it look might that not way. All <laughs> <a bit laughs> him. Let's say aesthetics told somewhat differently. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He'll be going in an hour late if he carries in like that. <laughs> carries on like that. There's a new thing actually for um, if uh, I saw this in the paper today. I don't know, that if people are overweight, they're, they're talking about letting them go in an hour later for work to mm. avoid the rush. That's out. why you told me to start at eleven. <laughs> Thanks. That's, That's right. how you break it to me. I put on weight. I don't, I don't get the logic of it though. <laughs> Is it to um, stop the cr- crush? <laughs> 
Yeah, but the, the, it's a the bit morning. Oh, that's a is bit, that what it is? I would, uh, that's harsh, isn't it? If, if to be. But also, what if? Yeah, you know, I mean, the, who's going to police this at the station? News. It's good news, bad news, isn't it, for the that employee? Good news, you can yeah. come in an hour later. Bad news, you're going to be on the fat train. <laughs> can you say that? Yeah. There you go. Well, it will. Be. An hour later than everyone else. That every, is what it will every, be called. Everyone will be on it. Will be. There'll mm. be like eight people on a, on a train. Full to the brim. Well, then you'll get an hour's more sleep and that's not going to oh, help. It'll be like, like Ginster's List. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I'll tell you who won't be coming in an hour late is um, Michael Jagger. He's he's oh, skinny. come on. He's virtually He's an 8am start, that one. Yeah, he had to come in an hour early. <laughs> Yeah, he could arrive by paper aeroplane. <laughs> but he looked. I thought. I tell you what. I'd, I'd really like to know this now. I and I love both these men, but oh. Paul McCartney is a similar age to Mick Jagger, and yeah. if anything, he's richer. Mm. Certainly, they're both very rich men. Paul McCartney's hair is purple, and God bless him. Mm. I love him, mm. but he's. I'm no, sure he's not gone for purple. It's aubergine, yeah. So he's got, he's gone for um, what's the word? What's the word for dark hair? Brunette. He's gone for mm, brunette. Do they right. call men brunettes? I do. Okay. Mm. So he's gone for brunette, um, and um, it's gone purple. Mm. Whereas Mick Jagger must be great, and there somewhere. His hair looks incredibly. Oh, I imagine so. Yeah. Incredibly naturally, not grey. Now what? Why is that? Well, I told you my theory last night on our train ride together, during which, can I say, a man popped up with an un- umbrella hat. But, but we'll <laughs> that is come true. back to that. That is true. Um, and I, I told you they'd catch on. <laughs> <laughs> I did say to you, I think it's because I think Mick just maybe has better people around him on the... What, than Paul McCartney? Listen, hold on, please. <laughs> I think um, Paul does it himself. Hold, you hold on, too. Okay. Um... Mick was married to a fashion model for several years. Mm. I just think he is very immersed in that world. Maybe someone... Sometimes if you have a look and you stick with it, people don't want to break the news to you. Do you understand? So you think because he was married to Linda McCartney, she's using vegan food coloring. <laughs> That's poss- that is possible, I suppose. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I tell you what, there was a lot of last night, which I thought had died out. Um, mm. Women sitting on men's shoulders and waving their arms about. You know, mm. it's a classic. Yeah. Like they were doing it at Woodstock, mm. and they're still doing it now at the London Stadium in 2018. Yeah. Um, Frank offered at one point. I did it. not. I offered to get on your. I, I think I don't think I'd do it in the current climate. No. Unless I was wearing a very. <laughs> Thick sort of, uh, t- or a Time Lord collar, one of those. Some sort of neck brace. Yeah, I ne- yeah, exactly. I, d- I don't. I That'd d- be a very sexy look, wouldn't it? You could only do it with your partner. You couldn't no. say, by the way, does anyone want to? <laughs> and no, yeah, I saw you that. Always ask first. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah, you shouldn't just run up behind a woman and thrust her into the stratosphere. Well, no, the woman directly in front of us. I saw her politely thank the gentleman whose shoulders she was on, and oh, then see, uh, make her excuses like a News of the World reporter and leave. So you don't think it was she her didn't boyfriend? Know him. She said, "Oh, thank you so much," and then she abandoned him. Why do you never see women on women's shoulders at these things? 
Oh, we lack the height, the necessary height often. No. Present I, company accepted. Well, obviously you get higher if you sit on somebody's. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, if I have my son who's six on my shoulders, I, mm. I, after about ten minutes I'm thinking, that, well, this has worn off, this, <laughs> the novelty of this. Yeah. A fully grown woman on your shoulders. That's mm. got it. Those blokes, you know, they're trying to prove how strong they are. Mm. They must be dying inside. Mm. He looked pretty happy last night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd be worried about it. Also, usually the bloke faces the same way as the woman. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, can we, guys? You know what I liked, Charlie Watts. I liked his wardrobe choices. Mm, mm. He dresses, don't you think? I don't know how you describe it. I thought it was a bit a friendly Richard Dawkins coming around for coffee, maybe. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's a red corduroy shirt. Richard Dawkins hasn't got any friends. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe I'll go. uh, Maybe one of David Attenborough's crew. Yeah, he's he's never. There's one or two pictures of him, like with slightly 60s gear, but probably for the last. 40 odd years he basically wears a shirt and trousers yeah and the rest of them are like like Ronnie Wood had got glitter Doc Martin boots on for example mm. and uh Keith Richard had um, five um, shrunken heads in a <laughs> necklace how long does it take him to get his clothes on yeah, one of them I recognised as a, a 1980s TV presenter <laughs> uh what about that? What about if you, you come in with shrunken heads and there was some, like, somebody you recognise? Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of someone I can say without anyone being offended, but that's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Anne Boleyn. Yeah, yeah Anne Boleyn, whose head is already uh, separated. Yeah. Mm. yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. I don't know. I wouldn't recognise Anne Boleyn. I'll be straight with you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think... Is that... Hold on a minute. Let's, I'm, I'm, take a photo on my phone and then do that thing of it making it bigger, like with your fingers. <laughs> that is, that is Amberlynn, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's one if you've got Amberlynn. She's aged well. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind having her on my shoulders, just the head. <laughs> Ideal woman, I yeah. guess. That would be fine, yeah. You could take, oh, imagine the view she'd get. You could take a pike stuff. <laughs> Put her in your bag. Now, if you was on stage and there were seven, seven heads looking out of the crowd, <laughs> there would have been in the old days, of course. Mm. Yeah. Medieval gigs. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. This is the part where Frank sounds really sad that that no longer happens. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it never really struck me before Birmingham that that... in the 90s. <laughs> that is a genre. <laughs> Women sitting on men's shoulders yeah. is... I, I don't know what it is, but there is a capacity of the crowd there's a size of crowd <laughs> where that's acceptable <laughs> you know, if i was doing like, like a, there's, a, there's a room i do at so at um so theater which holds about 180 <laughs> if a bloke had his girlfriend on his shoulders at that gig i think it was peculiar well it's not honest. a stand-up thing so much is i'd it? have to talk to her <laughs> I'd I'd just, if someone did it in the pub or something yeah pub gig some people are just watching telly. Netflix. Imagine if you put on <laughs> if you put on songs of praise and there's three or four people in the church. Like, especially like pe- women in their seventies sitting on people. That's the other thing. There's an age limit on it. You never see a woman in her seventies sitting on a black shoulders at a gig. And I mean, there must have been there was older women there. And thank you. Get, thank you very much. Yeah, exactly. Why is why is that stopped? <laughs> can't get a step ladder into the stadium, I suppose. Absolute, absolute, absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on absolute.
Absolute Radio. Um, I wonder how many women you could get on your shoulders at a gig. <laughs> I would like to Before go... Before the topple. Yeah, I'd like to go... Topple, wasn't there? <laughs> if I were a He couldn't afford it, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, if you could get... Say if I went with, like, six young women in, like, crop tops type right. thing, the way they are. You know, nice, nice knowing you, mate. A certain type of... If I could get them in a sort of... Remember the police um, motorcycle display team <laughs> when they'd have, like, a human pyramid? So if you separated them, one on each shoulder at the bottom? Yeah, they could have one with your, with their feet on your head and they would they would hold the hands of others who leaned outwards. Right. And, you'd and have, what about the bottom? Are they Are they clinging to a calf? Oh no! They got a ball bit. I think. Oh, all the time. I think the rule is they have to be above shoulder height. Okay, fine. Mm. Yeah. So it's an inverted. I don't want to be triangle. wearing women like a like a cummerbund. Huh. <laughs> like combat trousers with no. additional pockets. Oh, so they're all um, above shoulder height. Oh, I think yeah. that's that's the uh, concert tradition because it's based on the idea of a better vantage point, isn't it? No, mm. I understand that, but the the motorcycle aspect of it um, led me astray. Well, they all they'd all have oh. a great view. Yeah. And then you want people. I think the idea does the bloke who's got the girlfriend on the shoulders <laughs> is he asking for details? Is it like you know the thing when? What do you mean? You remember when you used to see thing of kids <laughs> and they'd have another kid yes. standing on their shoulders at a football match, looking over the wall and mm. then oh, shouting yeah. death. Yes. <laughs> Gillette so- <laughs> Soccer Saturday on Sky it has exactly the same process. They are looking at a, sc- <laughs> a scanner of the game, a screen of the game, and they're telling us who can't see. Mm. I wonder if there's an element of what's what's Mick doing now, because they've got such a. Oh, great so she's view. a sort of red button commentary. Re- yeah, yeah. Down. she's got a brilliant, such a brilliant. Well, view. with kids, they would be inside a Mac, wouldn't they? Yes. So the bottom child would have no view because the Mac would. be... No, no, this was outside the ground. You're oh, not telling me that Mick, that wasn't Mick Jagger <laughs> who came on to do uh, two children <laughs> to do love train. <laughs> he sent his kids on while he had uh, he had a rub down with half a fire brick. I think he, which I think he needs it twice every gig apparently. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, listen, I was uh, I was in bed this week, and I was woken in the morning by what I thought was rain on the roof. Mm-hmm. And it's been, you know, you know, when you get a lovely spell of weather, which which we've had in the southeast, you often get the big storm. Mm-hmm. And I was woken up by this this sound of um, sort of, <sighs> and uh, I opened my eyes, and uh, my son was standing there with a a an illuminated uh, lightsaber. <laughs> um, Actually, Kylo Ren's one with the uh, cross handles on it, mm. and you know what a lightsaber. This is like a top quality one, and when you when you oh, wave I it know about, you've made a few quid. when you wave it about, <laughs> well, actually, it's actually a gift from your friend uh, Jonathan Ross, and um, it it goes mm. when you wave it about. If oh, you touch lovely. anything with it, and the noise was it reacting to the nearness of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Because he was holding it right <laughs> over my face and it was going... So I woke up to this mm. thing. It was quite a thing to wake up to. It was quite frightening, especially when you're sort of half expecting to see Kylo Ren on the other end. <laughs> yeah. Which would have been shocking. Because and, and of, yeah. 
Yeah, would, be, would have been charming. That would have been like when, when Bob Dylan tried to go to Dave Stewart's house and turned up at the wrong thing. If Kyle Ren was in London and thought, oh, I'll go and see uh, Anthony Daniels, <laughs> a place of C3PO, and got the things mixed up, that could have happened. But even then, would he have come upstairs and woke me up with his... Is Kylo Ren uh, Adam Driver? Yes, that's right. right. Come around my house. I, it's mm. it's all right the, when I say it. He's the godchild <laughs> of the woman who played Betty Turpin in current. Not the godchild, the grandchild. No, he's not. Yeah, but Betty Driver, that's, yeah. Uh, and did you think it was going to be a big father and son confrontation? Because often lightsaber oh, often duels do end up... Did you have yours... Well, course, this is the worry. I think it's all right. We can do spoilers now on The Last Jedi, can we? Mm. Do you think? Mm. Um, mm. Of course, he kills his father uh -oh. in, in that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying who his father is. Yeah, it could be anyone. It could be anyone. Well, it couldn't be anyone. It's probably <laughs> going to be a bloke. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be Chewbacca. Although. Um... Yeah, so uh, that that was how he woke me up, and and this week was a big Star Wars week for oh, yeah. us, which mm. I will explain uh, in in a second. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. I went to see. Um, oh, we were talking about Adam Driver. I was just asking. Oh, lovely. Adam Driver plays Kylo Ren in the uh, in the Star Wars. Films, if you don't. Yeah. Yes. And, and you um, woke up with your son Buzz holding a lightsaber <laughs> over you, much like when Luke was maybe going to kill Kylo Ren. Oh, in the in, um, where was he? The last Jedi. Was he going to kill him? Oh, yeah, him? I remember. I watched that. Kylo Ren. That is Kylo That's... Ren's interpretation That's of a right. Whose side are you on? He should have said, Excuse me, were you going to kill me then? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Paul McCartney, uh, somebody from Wings said that they took a firearm into Paul McCartney's bedroom and held the gun next to his head and then changed their mind oh. when they saw how purple his hair was, apparently. <laughs> well, they took <laughs> they pity thought, on him. They thought, no, they thought he'd suffer more to live <laughs> like this with his, with his... It looks like if Barney grew his hair. <laughs> I think that would be a, a bit of a life sentence for me, having to have aubergine hair. Yeah, if I'm honest, I think I think women can get away with uh, multicolored hair and young people. Okay, women and young people, you know that Venn diagram. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, meanwhile, Adam Driver. Yeah, so um, women and young people, of course, those are the only people that can sit on men's shoulders. Yeah, it's all gonna, yeah. all gonna be a Titanic. Yeah, so um, yeah, I wonder if they tried it on the Titanic. How many people have had to have been on your shoulders to save the life of the one on top? When the Titanic went uh, really mm. quickly climbing on, right, posher and posher <laughs> people getting on top. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, I went, oh no, I had a driver. In, um, in The Last Jedi, there's a bit where, you know, he has like sort of mental contact with, uh, with Ray. Mm. The female. Oh, you're not uh, using that in a descriptive. No, no, yeah, they, have, they, they have like they're connected in some way. And there's no. a bit where they tune into each other and he hasn't got a shirt on. Mm. And she says to him, oh. Will you put a shirt on or something? <laughs> does she? Yeah. I don't remember that. What an idiot. Yeah, yeah she does. An absolute idiot. But he is. I tell like what. Skype. <laughs> Sorry, can you put some clothes on? <laughs> it is. Yeah. I might try that. Just Skyping someone completely <laughs> naked and see if they mention it. <laughs> Um, so um, yeah, give that a try. <laughs> but I thought he looked a bit. It depends who you Skype. Be all right. Yeah. Can it not be me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you don't see anything on Skype. I rarely stand on Skype. Uh, 
That's not a stand on ceremony. Yeah. No. If it was just, I just stood for the whole Skype conversation. <laughs> do, a he- do a shoulder Maybe Skype Maybe just combo. a tiny pair of briefs. Let's, let's split the difference. What about if you called me with <laughs> so cat, cat on your shoulders? Oh, I'd love oh, that. That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Wouldn't, see, on Skype, no, no. a girlfriend on shoulders. It's not as good. I know. I, anyway, he's very wide, um... Is, Adam yeah. Driver, when he's topless in this thing, he has mm. a he has a, a hint of the SpongeBob mm. about him. <laughs> and it's weird because he's sort of got a good physique, but it looks like it's. Um, You're not suggesting he's out of shape, the guy. No, it's not. Out of, no, he's he's the shape. I think he's stuck with. He's he's oh. white. He looks. Um, well, on your concerns. You know, you know, men with great um, physiques have a slightly—they slightly taper towards it's the a waist. V, the the, the, mm. the uh, V shape is the idea. Yeah, he's like a—he's it? It, well, he's, he's more like a W. No, if it's not take, even a W. It's an M. If you take Anthony Johnson as the who? Oh no, Anthony Johnson, Anthony Joshua. Sorry, okay. as the I was getting mixed up with another boxer. Anthony. To be fair, Jack Johnson. Oh yeah. But if you take him as the ultimate V shape, yes. Yeah. The ideal. Where is he in relation to that? No, no, he he goes straight down. You okay, could hang okay. a uh, if you had a plumb line, you know the old carpenter's plumb line. If you hung that from one one of his, if he knotted that to one of his armpit hairs, I think it would be touching flesh all the way. There wouldn't hmm. be that moment where the waist starts to uh, depart from the, the the straight line. Oh. He's straight down. He's he you know he's like a robot type. Um, um, t- trunk. Wow, he's got a robot trunk. That's the bottom. <laughs> that's the bottom line, Adam that's Driver. Just... They called him Robot Trunk at uh, school. It's just a fabulously impressive uh, level of forensic detail. Well, yeah, which I approve of. Well, I like the fact that Ray was a bit embarrassed by it. She put a shirt yeah. on somewhere. but maybe be she was excited by it and she didn't want to, uh, you know. Who's Ray? The girl, the girlfriend in the film. Yeah, da- Daisy Ridley. The oh, girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. She's the <laughs> Emily. She's the warrior. Come on, everyday feminism. Yeah. <laughs> Sexism. Just because it's a woman doesn't no. mean it's the girlfriend. I just haven't seen it. <laughs> and also, she couldn't like marry him. She'd be called Ray Wren. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards is with us this morning. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. So I went to see uh, Solo this week. Yes. Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm. Um, Did you go with anyone else or by yourself? I went with my child, who uh, he was six on Wednesday and he opened on Thursday, so it all fitted into a fabulous birthday package. Yeah. Unfortunately, they showed a trailer for um, Jurassic Park, which scared (laughs) the the hell out of him. Mm. Um, And he he couldn't, he didn't want to say, I'm frightened. So he said, Oh, why is there so many adverts on before the film? (laughs) I really felt sorry for him trying to brighten it out. And because uh, it's hard because he's all right with the Star Wars films, mm. um, even um, when um, when uh, Darth Vader fell into lava and, and, and his arms and legs uh, got a bit burnt off. <laughs> um, he's sort of all right with it. Um, okay. Yeah. Although he did say to me when he went to his birthday party dressed as Darth Vader, would am I supposed to smell of burning? <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, uh, sorry, that's, that's getting deep into character. That is yeah. really impressive. I don't wish to open another tab on the browser. I know, go on. But Darth Vader, what sort of footwear does he favour? I mean, does he go for a Mick Jagger black platform trainer, or is it a leather boot, or more of an UGG, Ronnie Wood black UGG? Anyone? Yeah. Any? Have you any ideas on his footwear he wears, choices? Um, uh, Dunlop green flashes. <laughs> Um, but he's he's very badly dyed them black. No, he has a very sort of military Big, boot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because the legs, I'm the vibe. I think the legs are. Um, if I remember rightly, the legs are artificial. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. So, um, so it's, is it it's, all it's, metal? I th- I think he's got trousers on. He's got a cape. He's the cape is, set um, as well. That'd be a good. What fabric are Darth Vader's <laughs> trousers made out of? Eight, twelve, fifteen. Nylon. Of course, it could be a fabric from another planet, which we wouldn't know of. Um, oh, okay. But anyway, it was um, yes. The only film I've watched with him, I watched Harry Potter, which I thought was more of a kid-friendly, nice mm. thing. So I watched the first one with him. I, there's a bit of swearing in it, which I wasn't anticipating. Ron, Ron Sweary. Yeah, so there's, and I thought, well, it wasn't expect, there was no warning about that that I saw. Mm. I actually tied, just for a few minutes, tied with the idea of suing J.K. Rowling. <laughs> but anyway, there's a bit Frank's where... going to sue J.K. Rowling for swearing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... That'll run and run. Yeah, time, like, times Rob, have changed. Robbie Williams. Uh. Gonna get, no, but I'm going to make sure she avoids your old DVDs. Cause, <laughs> but put it this way, though. It's a kid's film, and I can't tell you what the words were, no, were right. on this radio show. Really? So, you know, yeah. I'm not saying they were Class A, but they were words. Yeah. yeah. But... There's a bit where um, the evil villain, uh, Voldemort, mm. uh, has got, like, a, one of his followers. And at what one point, it, the bloke has got his own face, but he's got Voldemort's face on the back of his head. Yeah, that's right. And that... Yeah. But I was, honestly, I had nightmares for about a week. Oh, no. I just remember thinking, that that's great when he's been... If I had that, when he's been naughty in the back of the car, <laughs> that would be so <laughs> handy. <laughs> Yeah. Not great for concerts, though, because you um, have to keep turning round. Yeah. Well, if you've got two faces, you could you could be doing photos with people oh, whilst watching yeah. the gig. There must be yeah. many pluses of being two-faced. <laughs> <laughs> Good for show business, I've heard. Oh, great for absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Prerequisite. Um, yeah, one of the other pluses of having a face on the back of your head that isn't sexual, I'm putting that in brackets, 8, 12, 15. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen, JK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll be, I'm swearing her off. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, yeah, so we went to see that... Mm. Solo. Solo, how was it? I liked it. Mm. I, I tell you what's good about it is that you get a lot of those... Um, oh, th- this wouldn't be a spoiler. So you get to know how, how Chewbacca and Han Solo met. Some you oh, wanna, shut up. Some of you want to know. <laughs> the barbers. I have, like, genuinely <laughs> always wanted to know that. Yeah? Really? And, um, yes, because you know I'm obsessed by You get Chewie. the moment when he first sees the Millennium Falcon, you know, mm-hmm. which is a great moment. Yeah. And um, most interestingly, you finally get an explanation as what, why the front of the Millennium Falcon has got that sort of strange two-pronged, slightly broken. 
Okay, let's interested in that one. Oh, that was <laughs> my that was my big moment. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're so sweet. But it was uh, it's it's about two and a half hours. So it was one of these we were on like a, you know those cinemas when you're on a sofa. Mm. So I, I I threw thirty five quid. It cost me for him and me at the cinema. Wow. Thirty five quid. Anyway, um, and it was one of these. You know when kids start fidgeting. At one point, he was up. He was literally upside down on the stuff <laughs> with his feet over the back. And uh, so I had to I had to sort that out. But no, I I loved it. You know, what about a... when I saw uh, Buzz this week? I ran into him before I went to pick uh, Frank up actually to go to the Rolling Stones. And I was asking him, he had a party, and I said, oh. I said, did you have a nice time? Tell me about your birthday. I said, did you have uh, an entertainer? And he went, yeah, there was all that. But uh, <laughs> I had some great presents. I like he dismissed that as a sort of childish. Yeah, let's cut to the chase. Yeah, something that had to be endured to keep the children happy. Yeah, there was all that. He was, uh, well, he is a marvellous child. Um, oh, can I say, by the way, that I got um, a, a, a very nice parcel this morning from... Um, I think it was from Down Under, wasn't it? There's no address on here. It was from a bloke called Rob. I'm thinking this is Barcy, B-A-R-C-I. And he sent me... Uh, it's a late birthday present. My birthday oh. was in January. <laughs> but, you know, it's Australia. Uh, it probably came up with uh, Don Bradman, the 1948 <laughs> touring side. Um, so... Um, he, he sent, first of all, he sent um, a Chance in a Million DVD for Emily. So which thrilled is, uh, about that, thank you. Pretends to the greatest sitcom of all time. Yeah. But he sent me a Doctor Who satchel. And you can tell he listens a lot to the show for various reasons. One, that satchel also included uh, a small cat of nine tails. Uh-huh. Yeah, for the yeah, old... Uh, yes. You may know I'm... Uh, I'm an active member of the S&M community. Oh, right. Did you know that guy? No, I didn't. Oh. Only the other day, I put the telly on, and I was looking at the things, and I saw Floggy, and I thought, this will be good. (laughs) (laughs) What what a letdown that was. Oh. And, um... So, obviously, Doctor Who as well on the satchel was the other thing, and, um, a, um... What Would Jesus Do bracelet. Mm. So oh, really, he's covered all the bases. So Rob, thank you so much for that, Rob. Thank and also, you, Rob. do you remember I was asking what animal it is on the, the Slasinger logo? Oh yes, it was a Could, puma jaguar type. Well, I said it couldn't be a puma. That would be mm. too much of a coincidence that there's a rifle. But he says it in a recent court case. Um, there was a court case called Arctic Cat versus <laughs> Slasinger. <gasps> that I would oh. like to see the transcript of that. Yeah. Of that. Um, and he said the Slasinger logo was described as a black panther. Mm. There's your answer. Mm-hmm. Okay, tremendous. Have we had any answers to uh, what fabric uh, Darth Vader's trousers? Well, made no, but we have had uh, someone. I was talking about his shoes earlier, and someone has suggested that uh, Taxi Joe, in fact, says he wears uh, beige moccasins. I, I mean, he might at home. Yeah. You know that bit in Deadpool when the, the superhero gets in and puts Crocs on to relax? <laughs> well, do you think he does have comfy clothes, Vader? You never see him. Because uh, it's, it's a sort of life support machine as well, mm. which is harder to fit into uh, oh, a pair of jacket bottoms. brought it down a bit. I didn't know that. Yeah, sorry about that. That's a bit depressing. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. 
anyway, we have Gareth Richards with us this morning, who's an occasional visitor to the show nowadays. Yeah. Um, what's new? GR. Uh, I, oh, I did a speed awareness course. Well, mm. I've said to you, I was saying last week on this show, that is, that's the new rave culture. Yeah. What? <laughs> we were talking about it last week, yeah. Uh, everyone I know who's done speed has sat there as a punishment. Mm hmm. And they've loved it. They've had. I bet you had the best time. Am I right? No. Oh. I absolutely hated it. Now, if oh. we had people, Gareth, I, I, reassuringly I, negative. I've met about three people who loved it, and then uh, we had people texting in saying, "Oh, great day! I've, I've kept in touch with some of the people." <laughs> what? Well, someone said they had cake. There was an official photographer. I mean, do you think I do you think I ruined it for myself in some way? Like I am miserable. Like I don't like going to the park and things. Do you right. think I was supposed to? Have... <laughs> I'm wondering what are the things that follow the park? <laughs> what, what are the what, what would be the other things? What don't I like doing? Cinema parties. Like parties. Okay. Well, you're like not you're not going to like the party atmosphere at the uh, speed awareness course. No. Well, no, that's the thing is, it's a lot of mingling. So much mingling. Yeah. Talking to strangers. Putting your hand <laughs> up. So thing. did you honestly not like it? <laughs> I really, it was a mixture of so boring and incredibly stressful Okay. at the, at, at the same time. Right. There was just like a room full of people I don't know. That is, that's can, a problem for me to I, start can with. I, can I stop well, you? Well, you're a stand-up comic. <laughs> can, I, yeah, I, but I, he, I, he doesn't <laughs> see many rooms full of people. <laughs> you're not letting me get away with that. <laughs> no, but you know, the thing is, if I've got a microphone oh, yeah. and I'm the only one talking, very, very happy. But no, everyone was chipping in with the jokes and stuff. Do you oh, know, um, you're yeah. talking about it being boring. Uh, I, I was talking to our Keith on the phone mm. this week. Not Keith Richards. No, <laughs> uh, uh, Keith Collins, my yeah. brother. And he uh, was telling me that um, Charles Dickens coined the word boring, that no one used the word boring before Charles Dickens. Oh, really? Wow. Shocker. I'm just worried about what, what context Keith was using it to, at you in. Had you just been talking for a while or something? <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. I think it was that he was being subtle. Did you know? Uh, he he sort of went, um, speaking of boring, um, <laughs> Charles Dickens. Yeah, I never. I was so fascinated by the fact, I never put two and two together. Right. I do think Dickens' books tend to be not as good as you think they're going to be. Really? It's a lot of... Do you think so that's did he why? invent it for, him, for reviews? Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a work. bit harsh. I, Gosh. I remember honestly laughing out loud at the Pickwick Papers on public transport. Mm. And what was great, I was reading a very yeah, before old... Before the internet. Well, I was reading a very old <laughs> edition, and which looked a bit like a Bible. And I think it must uh, yeah. have looked like I was reading the Bible <laughs> on the train and absolutely cracking up, which nobody does that. So anyway, it was boring and stressful. Yeah, and just hearing other people talk. And, you know, in, in stand-up comedy... <laughs> that is annoying. We have, you have to be quite... You know, I'm used to people being quite entertaining. If they're going to talk out loud in front of people... Yeah. Quite... Um, there was oh, a man was me, there was some mangled sayings which are you know when people put two different sayings together. Oh yeah. What the one of the instructors said something you know, referring to something being very difficult, he said oh, it was like pulling hen's teeth. Mm. Uh -huh. And he wasn't he wasn't joking. Oh no, no, no. No. 
He almost said my own partner, my own uh, <laughs> beloved partner, said to me, and he, was, he looked at me like a goldfish in the headlights. <laughs> and I thought, you, <laughs> you've been driven home by Senator Edward Kennedy. <laughs> and he's forgotten as well, anyway. Yeah, that's um, weird. Anyway, OK, so there's a bit of that. Yeah. Yes, people chipping in with their own bits of wisdom. Like, oh, an, old, an older lady said, when I learned to drive... The instructor said to me that I was in charge of a lethal weapon. Huh? Well, maybe the way you drive, love. Yeah, she was but... fully armed. So. <laughs> <laughs> she had her shoulder holstered. She didn't mention that. <laughs> Couldn't hear what she was saying. She was sitting on her husband's shoulders. <laughs> was anyone? See, the party atmosphere we've been yeah. told about the speed. I thought there might be at least one young woman on somebody's shoulder. <laughs> I wish someone had walked in like that. Go, Whoa. Oh, of course you could do it in a convertible, though, in a custom. <laughs> Yes. Well, I'm thinking of buying one of those, so I might do that. Thinking of buying a convertible. Yeah. Can I talk you out? Am I too old? Can I? Well, I I I I hired one once in the south of France, and and first of all, it apps the sunburn I had was so bad. Right. But also... Well, that's because you, you don't prep properly for things like that. You can't wear a hat in a convertible. I'll do what I like. That's that's the title of my new single, by the way. <laughs> oh, you can wear a hat in a convertible. It just won't work. No, yeah. I, I don't think a lady who spends as much time on the hair as you, Em, should get a convertible. Oh, yeah. Also, What's the other reasons? I was okay. driving through France and I had a map, an elaborately marked map of where my... Um, holiday home was and the wind got in the convert in my rear view mirror I could see it going down the motorway like miles so the map just suddenly went I know but I don't use maps I know but it could be have other things in there. what about my dog what about oh, if it was no. a fashion I magazine he oh, yeah. wouldn't yeah, the dog yeah, would be wh- that'd Maybe be whipped away. Oh. Him tethered down. Oh, the no. dog would be going down the <laughs> motorway like tumbleweed absolute absolute, absolute. radio Frank Skinner Absolute Radio. Lovely. So um, Clive Silas has got in touch with this on Twitter and said, Gareth was on a speed awareness course. Was he being made aware there are speeds higher than 25 <laughs> miles per hour? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sick burn. What's that supposed to mean? Shots fired. <laughs> That's uh, frighteningly... Uh, Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. It's true that I can't really <laughs> imagine you... Putting your foot down and no, I mean I wasn't. I mean I I apologise to the nation and I'm trying to mend my ways, but I wasn't. It wasn't wildly. <laughs> Let's no. not overstate our reach here, the nation. <laughs> yeah, well, people. Five pass, men people in can Rolling Stones t-shirts. Can't they? Yeah. So it was. I'll tell you what, I'd like a Rolling Stones t-shirt. You know the big tongue, which I was saying to. Emily's probably one of the top ten great logos mm. of all time, mm. Mm. including like all the big companies. I would, I thought, what would be a good one is um, in hospitals <laughs> they could have them with a white coating on the tongue to <laughs> to show you're you're ill. Ah. Wouldn't that be a lovely touch? Well, I can imagine you having it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'd quite like that. I might, or have it pierced. Mm. Anyway, pierced. sorry, carry on. Thermometer in it for not fe- if you're feeling a bit poorly. Hmm. Gareth? Um, Gareth! So it was very boring. Speed awareness. It was very boring. <laughs> and, um, but also, it was quite stressful, right? Because I am a worrier, right? Yeah. I, I often think about all the possible things that could go wrong in life. Well, if that was true, you wouldn't be speeding. 
Get out. <laughs> well, this was... Uh, what were you doing, just FYI? I mean, not FYI, F, um, MI. What I did, um, I was doing 80 and the 70 miles an hour. What the... Hi. Come on. I apologise. Take it easy. I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you do less than 80 in a... <laughs> on, on a dual carriageway? Yeah. Um... Well, you know, from now that everyone yeah. else is driving, you know, you kind of you're think that oh, idiot. Keep... <laughs> you're that idiot in front of me, only doing eighty. <laughs> Easy. No, exactly. <laughs> Middle lane, of course. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> I still haven't really got what you did. Why was it stressful? Well, because what they do, the whole idea of it is that they're punishing you by making you think about what could happen. I don't think that's punishing. I think they're trying to, instead of punishing you with points, yes. they're trying to prevent it from happening again. It's, it's like having a library in a prison. Yeah, it's the idea mm. that you can be rehabilitated. Yeah. and um, Turns out I couldn't. <laughs> I, and what they do in a very non-confrontational way, by asking lots of questions, they try and make you think about bad things happening. Oh, so you know, it's all. So, um, what if you lost your license? What yeah. would happen then? Mm. You know, would you would you lose your job? Well, you'd, how be, would you, you'd be in trouble. How would you pay, how would you pay the bills? What would happen know. if you didn't pay all your bills? Did I say that? How would you pay your mortgage if you um, are you lost just your in job? a chair with an <laughs> angle poised lamp? <laughs> That's what it felt it does, like. It doesn't sound at all like the party atmosphere we've had this. No. Uh, what if you um? What if you hit someone at thirty miles an hour? What would happen to them? Would they live? Would they be okay? Would well, they be injured? I, I think you'd do a bit of... What if, if it was an old person? Oh, well, what would, um, well, this, who would look after them? I thought it was all... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you say who'd look after them? If you were injured, who would look after you? Would they be able to quit their job? How would you pay the bills? Can I ask all that? Did they get your partner on the phone? What if you hit someone at 40 miles an hour? What then? Would they be okay? Would you go to prison if you hit someone at 40 miles an hour? Was there any answers to any of these questions? <laughs> well, I think they, yeah, they were rhetorical questions. Well, we're all going, oh. You seem to. Oh. Uh, and I got very. There was a point where I was like, I need to stop listening to this because it's really stressing me out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like. Next thing you know, you'll be observing the speed limit. <laughs> and That'd I, be awful. <sighs> I mean, how would we get around? <laughs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I want to talk about uh, Ronaldinho this morning. Yes. Because you were called... A footballing a, legend. Well, you were called a legend. That word was being bandied around a lot last night. Yes. Legend, Frankie. But mm. I'm sorry, Frank. He really is a legend in more ways than one. I'm not saying you're not, but no. have you? are you about to marry two women? No. Okay. He is. I should say, this this story came out and then he denied it. He said, yes. this is the biggest lie, which immediately made me think it was true. It's not the biggest <laughs> lie. No. Surely. Exactly. Um, we all know who's responsible for that. And um, he, I don't. Well, Hitler, he was the one who... I mean, I'm not comparing him to him. the biggest lie. Yeah. Oh. Oops. I'm so... Okay. Um... <laughs> That was his advice. He if said only lie Hitler big. been happy with just marrying two women. Like that. He said lie big. So he lives with two women, doesn't he? Um, yeah. 
Ronaldinho. Mm. At, um, lives with two women is generally followed by the phrase at his £10 million mansion, yes. as opposed to in his beds in Tottenham. <laughs> Are you suggesting these women don't love him for his inner spirit? Well, I don't know. He did have one girlfriend was called Priscilla, mm. and he was dating her, and then he started dating Beatrice... And now he's back with Priscilla. But that's quite nice, because a lot of men, especially men of his status, they would have dumped the first one when they started going out with the second one. She would have been this through all true. that. This is true, yeah. Whereas now he's managed to accommodate the pair. Yeah, but how do you spin that one? Well, you know, it's often occurred to me... How do you have that convo? It's often occurred to me that um, practically a, uh, a menage a trois, forget mm. the physicals... Right. It would just, it's practically, it's a, it's a better idea than a couple. You think so? Right. You t- every decision me and Kath have to make, there's two of us, so there's no casting vote. We don't have Len Goodman <laughs> right. with the casting vote. So it's all two people. So if mm. I say, well, no, we, we should send uh, Boz to uh, this uh, summer camp, and yeah. I say, no, I don't want to, where do we go from there? There's, uh, we can't bring in the ombudsman. Mm. <laughs> they won't work for the domestic situation. Yeah. So purely on a decision-making on a basis. Vote, on a vote, on, yes. on a democratic Would, thing, yeah. you're going to get a two against one. So, but... Under on that on that situation, would you prefer two men and one woman, I'd or be... two women and one man? Well, look, obviously there's, there's pros and cons. <laughs> if there was another blow, oh, purely on a decision-making level, tell me about the cons. <laughs> I can't see any. Well, if there was two, if I was in a relationship and there was another bloke mm. and, a, and a woman, I. I would feel that oh, my, my... That's where you find yourself right now. <laughs> yeah, I would feel it had lightened my load somewhat. <laughs> if I wanted to say, you know what, I'd just fancy a night of <clears throat> Doctor Who, right. um, they're still, you know, they've got company downstairs. Downstairs? And that's a nice thing. And yeah, we careful how you face that, please. Yeah, sorry. And if there's... Uh, um, and if there's um, two women... Hmm. Then I don't um, know about that. It's, it's nice for them to have someone to talk to. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I, don't you I, think I, if you said I fancy Doctor Who, the guy would be like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Oh no, but I'd well, say, look, it's not. It's my night for Doctor <laughs> Who, Jeff. I could see I don't. So you'd up be squabbling over who gets Doctor Who. No, because she'd have a casting vote, and she'd say, actually, right. I'm quite, I've got something I want to discuss with Jeff tonight. You go and watch your Doctor Who. I'll see you tomorrow. I say, okay, darling, Jeff, enjoy. <laughs> and then I'll be honestly, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. It makes it's such. Mm. Set. I also think three people. There's less, you know, for childcare. You got a bit more, um, a bit more space. Yeah. I don't I think, think childcare is why he's got two girlfriends. Well, Frank. no, probably not. You always like to play uh, with two up front. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I always think it would be nice for... Because Laura goes to work and I stay at home, so it would be nice to have some work- help around the house. Just having well, another man around. I say, these women bosses. are having a lovely deal. And, and you two, aren't they? And also, <laughs> it would be nice for the kids to have a positive male role model. <laughs> yeah, they could have yeah. someone who, was, um, who drove at uh, 90 miles an hour. <laughs> no, but you could, yeah. You could give... If I could have a bloke, for example, who wasn't that bright, and that would give them a... a it give my child a different... Give you someone uh, to talk to. <laughs> different thing. Someone who wasn't funny, so... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I don't want someone who's going to be competing with. I wouldn't I want another male comic in the house. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? No. If you had to choose another male if comic. You, yeah, that's a great question. It'd be you, Gareth. Oh, oh, thank you. That's, for the same Make reasons. Make it out what you will. <laughs>
work. Yeah. But you're not that keen on you're, you're not that keen on Doctor Who, are you? My great my great Lua <laughs> Go on. Uh, what I was thinking, one of my first thoughts when I read this story was you know when you get because I probably because I just watched the Royal Wedding uh, last week. Is you know that bit when they come down the aisle after and everyone's cheering mm. when the the bride and groom walk back down arm in arm? Mm. He can actually do that thing that kids do and take his feet off the floor <laughs> when he comes back down because he'd have one, one, one bride on each arm. Now that would be a joy. Imagine that wedding photo. Ronaldinho with his feet off the floor holding their arms. Oh, come on. Worth it for that. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Gareth Richards. Gareth, speed awareness, Richards. <laughs> you can text Hello. The, text the show on 81215, <laughs> follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I don't feel like we've had as much contact from the outside world as we usually have. Well, we have. We've had some whatever happened to's, which I like. Okay. We've had uh, whatever happened to the Jolly Green Giant. Oh, yeah. Who's that from? Oh, we know. Oh, now, now you're asking. Oh, sorry. Oh, but whilst Isn't I he still on the locate sweet corn? her name, could you tell me, is he on the sweet corn? I think he's still on the sweet corn. Yeah, Can I, I tell you what I always about. liked about him is that he was a very early adopter of the uh, one-shoulder look. <laughs> oh, was he? Yeah, he had a one-shoulder, made out of bay leaves, I seem <laughs> to recall. Yes, he was, um, he was A lazy. micro mini bay leaved one-shoulder. Yeah, mm, and he's based, he's based, I think, on the old um, pagan idea of the green man, you know, the sort of bringer of spring, and it's quite a sort of mm. sinister... Um, <laughs> sort of very early adopter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, uh, to me, the, the sweet corn doesn't really fit in with that sort of very mystical pagan England. Sweet corn, is sweet corn from England? I don't think it um, is. It is was it? Sam King, by the way, who sent that in. Sam King. I it feels very a, Californian. I think it's a Native American um, mm. maze. Mm. Anyway. Text in on 8 12 15. No, no, and we had another whatever happened to from Simon in Swansea who says, Whatever happened to the Bermuda Triangle? And people, boats, and planes disappearing while people, in and around said shape. Boats and planes. When I was younger, it seemed to be a yearly occurrence and was also used to describe many situations. Well, it's true. Um, Whatever happened to you? Uh, to be, uh, I think I, I, I might have told you before that when I was uh, a youth, it was what you talked about if the conversation dried up. So if oh, you was really? in a pub and it went wrong, be you ta- you know talking to a tight ta- going at first date or just with your mates, and at that moment you go, anyway, someone would say, so what the Bermuda Triangle? How do you? <laughs> and it was like a thing that you you know how people. Um, used to learn etiquette and stuff or they learn how to dance as a social skill yes yeah you need the bare bones of what happened with the bermuda triangle to be able to join into those um, yeah. conversations uh so it was uh i still i watched the documentary about it recently i still have a soft spot for it for that reason mm. but yeah it's not something people are so cynical nowadays Oh, no. oh, what do you mean? They wouldn't believe it? Yeah, they, they, they'd they, send you, this is what they do on Twitter, didn't happen, totally didn't happen. Yeah, or um, no, pics or it didn't mm. happen, or yeah. there'd be a thing about it being a big conspiracy theory and it's not mystical. It's uh... Anyway, I don't know what happened to it. It's still there as far as I know. Maybe yeah. it's... Of course, it wouldn't be the first triangle that had uh, disappeared in the modern world. Good night. <laughs>
So, um... Heavens to Betsy. Um, Ronaldinho, over at the mansion, yeah, with yeah. Priscilla and Beatrice. Fantastic. Strangest Cluedo and ever. He's proposed to... To both of them? Did he do one, one at a time, or was it... Or did he do both? Well, what question are you asking? I think he's, he's he, he treats them it. very equally, it sounds. They get the mm. same allowance. Yeah. Uh, £1,500. But how much? A week? Oh, I was hoping a day. He didn't say a time scale. <laughs> For that kind of work. Maybe that's well, got I mean, to last them. Have, <laughs> have, have, have you seen the guy? A year. Have you seen the guy? I want 1500 now. <laughs> 15 if, if he's giving them 1500 <laughs> quid a year, that's, that's human trafficking. <laughs> Um, and so if you... So when you propose to one woman, you get down on one knee. Is it a knee per woman? Like yeah. If so you, you just propose get down to, on both yeah, knees. Two so knees. You get down on no knees. No yeah. knees. You do the cobra, that uh, popular <laughs> yoga move, <laughs> when you just sort of arch your back incredibly. He gives them the same presents. He bought them the same perfume, which was a little bit creepy. <laughs> Yeah, I think they could. They could have just got one bottle, fire it into the air, and they both walk through <laughs> both it. Both run through, walk through it, arm in arm. Frank Skinner trying to save all the money. <laughs> yeah, but I think you want to odor code people, so you know you can I, tell people by odor. No, no, but I think <laughs> there is there is a temptation here. I mm. think, especially in the modern world, okay. to see mm. him as the bad guy in all this. But the pictures of them together, <laughs> if, they look like a really happy trio. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it, uh, I just worry about what happens on the roller coaster. I mean, if there's only the space for two, there's always going to be. Don't forget the shoulders. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, his, his view of it seems very different from the. Uh, the, the zone, the, there are three people in this marriage yeah. that, that our Queen of Hearts came out with. He's, he seems to have made it work. Yeah. Well, we say he's made it work. I mean, the story's not over yet. Of course, the three people in the marriage thing, which was, you know, obviously involved Prince Charles, Mm. wasn't he the Ronaldinho of his day? Um... Hello? Well, it wasn't. Well, no, I'm wasn't, just thinking about it. I don't it. think it, it wasn't agreed upon. <laughs> I think there's different <laughs> terms for that. This seems yeah, like a, this is a, a, a consensual, <laughs> agreed, yeah. everyone's well, into it. Ronaldinho did it by, you know, conversation and, and agree. And uh, Charles did it by uh, decree, which is how <laughs> they, they do stuff. Okay. I I think um, hip 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 that he did the other week instead of hip hip <laughs> was a, a shows he's a man who um, he's he's not interested in a couple he likes a trio generally but um, it's a sim- it's a similar principle I, what I'm saying is mm. Ronaldinho if you compare those two situations Ronaldinho is the good guy because it's all open it's all up front it's all agreed by the looks of it okay come on guys I'm, no, I'm worried about the wedding song though. Because who gets to choose? There's always going to be someone left what in the do corner you do, what here. What do you do in the wedding dance? Yeah. The hokey-cokey. But, Everyone you know, which bride do you go with? No, but again, the decision will be easier because there's three people oh, voting. Okay. We'll go <laughs> for your true. song. No, your song. <laughs> yeah, our song could be called. <laughs> our price. Oh, no, that's been... Stuck cute. in the middle with you? Something like oh, that. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, I like it. Um, yeah, what should be the wedding song for Ronaldinho's yeah, uh, wedding? Good. Eight, eight, twelve, fifteen. You'd probably let um, the women decide between them. Yeah. As he as he often says, two heads are better than one. Absolute.
Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I've had the self-control to not go on about it, but I would like to briefly mention uh, I was nominated this week for an award for my podcast. Oh, congratulations. Yes, well done. For the Walking well, the Dog say, podcast. Don't say well done because or for this podcast. I lost. No, no, oh. but well no, done for the nomination. Nominations, very really? good. Well, yeah. I mean, this doesn't mean anything. If, if you you'd won, I don't think you would have started by saying I was nominated this week. You'd have gone, <laughs> you'd have gone for it. Well, I don't think I'd have waited three hours to talk about it if I'd have won. Come no. on. We should say that uh, Emily does a podcast in which she, her and a celebrity take a dog for a walk mm-hmm. and they talk. Oh, mm. we talk, my friend. It's very, it's very good. But I'm a big fan. Well, it's nominated for an award. Yes, and you, you, you did it, did you, Frank? Is it on? The, is that allowed? Are we allowed to mention that? Too late. No, well, we are. Too late. Fine. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, we are allowed to mention that. <laughs> Oh, oh, God, um... <laughs> oh no! I had one of those um, toy ones on wheels. Yeah, <laughs> you know, those ones yeah, that like help, help children to learn to walk <laughs> with the orange wheels. Oh. You know what? When Mine I get old and I need a Zimmer frame, yeah. I'll be, I'm going to get one a big one of those dog walk walking dog things. I'm going to get one of those. That's a good idea. When Ray pops his clogs. Yeah, That's what I'll and, get I, and I'll, have, I'll have a zip yeah. down the uh, spinal cord so I can keep stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those pajama cases. So, anyway, do you want to hear about when I didn't win? Of course, you do. Well, I don't want to hear about you not winning, but I want to hear about the night. It's horrible not winning, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's the worst. Oh, thing. I've got used to it. Well, I tell oh, you I what's mind. awful. I don't mind. You go for the Rick to smile when Radio Four go up to collect the award, and you know. But I have to. Radio be Four, they don't need it, do they? Time goes slowly when you're it's like a loser. Going around, it's like going around your grand's house. <laughs> Radio Four. <laughs> You know what you're being like? You're being like those people that say that that say uh, that your ex's new partner, oh, she's nothing compared to yeah, you. Yeah, you, do- you dodged a bullet there. <laughs> it's hard to say that about if- winning an award. I-, I didn't win the award, so you dodged a bullet there. Oh. Um, Poison Chalice, that podcast award. <laughs> I ended up saying to my uh, representative, oh. I said, how bad does it look? if I just get up and leave now because I don't want to stay. Yeah. And she said, I think, I think you have to stay a bit longer. I said, well, how long? And then we worked out that there's pressure on you to actually stay to the very end if, you're, if you lost. Let's be honest. Hey, see, that's mm. crazy. People, really? If you, can you imagine being at an award ceremony where for the last award there's just the five nominees there? <laughs> Everyone else has gone. That'd be brilliant. I'd love that. <laughs> and, ha- and your podcast is the Walking the Dog podcast. So surely you've got the perfect excuse to... I know. Go, oh, well, you would as long as you have a, like a, a lead in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> but I had, I had a great... Or, or it could be an extended lead going out the door. <laughs> Uh, just keep it. Just, me at the other end. Yeah, just get 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 one of the uh, get one of the work experience <laughs> yeah. from the agency, just to hold that. And then as soon as you don't Pull win, you out, yeah. yeah, that'd be all right. Perfect. But I had a treat, an unexpected treat, which was treat me yeah. up. <laughs> oh, it's a <bonia. laughs> I was chewing away on that marrow uh, because. Yeah, you know they have entertainment at these events. I don't, I've never been nominated for a podcast award. I'll be straight with you. Okay, but it's like the radio ones that we used to do, which yeah. they don't do anymore. I oh, know they did because we won one this year, but it's a bit different now. Yeah, it's more of a rave now. It's good that you forgot that. <laughs> they still do them. Oh, we won it. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, we won it. What did we win again? I gave a speech and everything. Yeah, you did. A very funny one as well. So I... Thank you. Um, I was delighted to see that the entertainment was Zoe Lyons. Ah. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. The show. And do I... Shall I continue this or can I... Shall no, I, we can. Why don't can we, I, leave we leave on, it on, on the Zoe, Zoe Lyons, Lyons cliffhanger. cliffhanger? Love one yeah. of those. And just uh, this is this is how we um, this is how we identify the Zoe Lyons cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, I on so the, Zoe, Zoe Lyons. Zoe Lyons has come on stage. Mm. <clears throat> Which is a nice feeling mm. and makes up... And she was great, can I just say. She was really good. I mean, a, a lot of alcohol had been imbibed by the... It was a, a oh, yeah, she by the got, audience. She is a bit of... <laughs> no, may she's I, funny. I, may she's I funny, straight, that's oh, what she is. Funny, she was great. But, and I wanted to ask uh, you two as professional comics a question. Obviously, Thank I'm, you. I'm sat in the audience... Front row table, thanks for that, making me think I'd won. That's the best review Gareth's ever had. Well, <laughs> because I'm sat on the front table, I'm thinking, well, I've won. Wouldn't you have thought that? Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. I know, thanks for that, guys. So uh, I'm sitting there, but it meant, I thought, oh, I don't want to make eye contact with Zoe. Mm. Now, is that a reasonable concern? Because my assumption is, if you know the person on stage, does it throw you if you recognise someone? I, if I'm going to see someone I know, I always sit as far back as I can. OK. Gareth? Um, yes, I would not sit at the front. I'd avoid sitting at the front. Oh, great, OK. Well, I was right <laughs> in the front. But if you're put there, you don't really have... What can I do? Yeah, so I thought, true. well, I'd turn my back. Although I do think of that time at, at Tea in the Park when I was um, in the front row and uh, Rowan and Keating came on and uh, waved to me. That was a mm. special moment. Oh, but I think for oh. singers, it's not such a big deal. <laughs> That's when you need two faces. I needed another face at the back, but a, a different face to mine. So I'm sitting there, Frank, and I thought, well, I don't want her to see my face because I don't want to throw her. And she's doing really well, but she asks a question. Did you have a Guy Fawkes mask in your uh, handbag? <laughs> Viva Vendetta. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't carry it with me that night. But uh, she asks a question, it's related to drink, you know, who does I like drink? She, she then turns her attention to our table, and I think, oh, and she says... What, what do you guys like to drink? Anyone anyone here what do you, on this table? And then there was a bit of silence. And I thought, well, I, I don't want... I don't, I need, we need to answer this, but I can't do it. So the man sitting next to me was one of the very important people at the Times, who's kind of the head of digital and kind of my boss. Mm. And I kicked him really hard with okay. my shoe. And I went, answer! <laughs> And wow. he didn't know the connection with Zoe. He didn't know anything. So I just kicked him and said, answer. And he said, uh, shabbly, okay. which I liked. I wish he'd have just blurted out Tia Maria. <laughs> <laughs> and Zoe went with it, and it was great. And she, you know, as I say, she did brilliantly. But then I, this man, I think he does think I'm a bit strange now. Because I never explained why didn't it. You, oh, you didn't explain no. it? No. I don't know why. I just, I just left it. Hopefully he listens to this. Oh, now he thinks I'm violent. He's probably listening to this as a sort of, uh, you know, because he's in the balance about sacking you. He sort of listened to this to see if he I lost. finally made his mind. No, because you kicked him. No apparent reason. And I lost. And, um, and confessed that he got a drink problem. <laughs> the public situation. He's not going to like that, the head of digital. Is there anybody that works in the media who isn't 
Got the word digital in there. That's what you need after your name <laughs> now. Man and two wives. Digital smidgetal, I say. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Can I tell you something else that happened? The, um, the posh boss guy next to me, mm. he did something which I, I quite liked, actually, because it was quite you, Frank. He just uh, leaned over, looked at my phone, he said, 15%. <laughs> I'd never go out with less than 80 Oh, on your um, yeah, power? Well, yeah. And it was just a little... Ob- he just leaned over and said, 15%. He was you, really sure. When he said, go out with... <laughs> <laughs> was that a rejection? <laughs> <laughs> was that an endeavour? No, I, yeah, I, I am like that. I'm forever... Ch- I'm forever <laughs> charging. I, I'm yeah, always... Yeah. I want to keep it. Ka- the amount of times Kath will get the, the phone she and she says oh it's, it's running out yeah she'll she'll go on vapour on the phone mm. and uh, I know I, I want it heavy I want it oozing power oh, okay. that's what I want um, speaking of oozing power um, Adam <coughs> has said um, 680 Darth Vader's trousers are Kevlar and intergalactic polyester <laughs> blend <laughs> oh okay thanks Adam driver I imagine and yeah. Then, yeah how does he um Where's he get them from? Well, William in Belfast said Darth Vader's trousers were made of black velour, though in the Star Wars universe it was four layers of different materials, top layer being durasteel. Hmm. Okay, because um, velour is, is is that sort of slightly velvet finish, isn't it? It's the slight kids in the seventies top uh, sweatshirt. But if I was Darth Vader, I would not go for because that's going to collect the bits. Well, you don't... Yeah. You don't want lint on Darth When you're Vader. making your big speech. No. You know, you get, like... Sometimes you see on people's trousers, like, one piece of cotton that's formed a sort of an interesting doodle shape. Mm. And then you don't want that on. You don't want Luke leaning across to pick a, a bit of fluff during a battle. No. Although, to me, the greatest moment in the whole Star Wars universe was after every gun has been trained on um, Luke in The Last Jedi... And when the smoke clears, he's, not only is he still standing there, but he just flicks a <laughs> tiny bit of ash off his shoulder. That, to me, just talking about that makes me happy. So, owls of... Oh, you can't say that. No, you can't say that. <laughs> no, you can't say that. God forbid. I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you what was in the... Uh, I know we're in World, World Cup year, but, yeah. but they're, they're, it looks like they've finally solved yeah. the, the missing... Jules trophy. Oh, um, yes. Mystery. Because it, it was stolen. Is that right? It was stolen in 66 from um, a Stanley Gibbons stamp mm. exhibition. Ah. It reminds me of that. I remember a World Cup exhibition being advertised where they said features at life-size <laughs> World Cup Willie. Mm. Now, World Cup Willie was the mascot for 66. Mm. But yeah. as he was a fictional character... How do you establish life size? Hey, twelve Great fifteen. Point. And what sort of character was he? Lion. Who's lion. a lion? Yep. You know, um, British. Yeah. Sort of I see. Thing. I mean, obviously, England was the the team, but is it in the days when England and Britain were very much confused? So the Union Jack was used for England. Oh, rather right. than the crosses. Mm. Yeah, but he was... At the, the World Cup song in 66 was by Lonnie Donegan. Mm-hmm. You know him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pig Iron. He was Pig Iron. He was Pig Iron, of yeah. course. But it was a dressed in red, white and blue World Cup, Willie. Yeah, that was... Oh, that was hardly it. 30 years of her. 
<laughs> no, exactly. But it was uh, it was still in liquid form, the football song oh. at that stage. But no, you never hear it um, come up on the great anthems. Anyway, um, so it well, Let's seems, leave them on the cliffhanger of the world exclusive, it which seems is what they call They them. know now who stole the World Cup. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So these blokes... The gangsters. Yeah. Sydney and Reg, which is interesting that they're gangsters, because that's not very gangster his name, No, is it? there's always an and Reg <laughs> in every, every good... Um, a criminal double act. Yeah. So big shock horror. The first people who stole the World Cup were criminals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who I thought they were. Thought just, what were they doing at the stamp collecting? Stealing the World Cup. Oh yeah, of course that'd be. They, went, they probably went there specially. They yeah. weren't opportunist thieves. They planned it out. Well, they were. Reg's son Gary has said. I mean, I didn't speak to him personally, but <laughs> apparently he said he nicked it just for the thrill. But they tried to uh, get rid of it and. Unsurprisingly, perhaps it was it was recognised wherever they, they nicked, took it. They nicked it just for the thrill, but I seem to remember there was a ransom demand. <laughs> yeah, they so, did that for the thrill as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I have to say, one of the stupidest rules I've ever heard in sport, and I have studied sport my whole life. Mm. Was this idea that they, when the World Cup started, that if anyone won the Cup three times, they got to keep the trophy? What was the logic? <laughs> Why would they do that? <laughs> so Brazil won it three yeah. times, and now it's there forever. Of course, mm, Brazil, they, they, love, they love things in threes, as we know. <laughs> but who thought, oh, I'll tell you what we should add to the thing. If anyone wins it three times, they get to keep it. Wouldn't people say, what do you want to do that for? What do we gain yeah. from that? Why would you do clause? it? Hey, Frank, Rubbish. I'll tell you what I love. The one detail I liked was that it, what, to carry out the theft, they wore a brown removals coat. Yeah, I mean, that Come is on. so Benny Hill. So Benny Hill. But th- th- I remember um, in the uh, Woolworths in Oldbury, where I uh, grew up, mm. some blokes in uh, brown removal <laughs> coats came in and took six paraffin eater- heaters. Mm. They just, uh, in, in three different trips, they came <laughs> in and took and came back. And because they had those um, brown overalls, no one asked them. Mm. So you, there was a time... You that could, was your it access was like, all areas, it was, the it was, it was. If you wore that, you could basically walk in anywhere and people think, oh, it's, you know... They wouldn't even question it. Wow. Especially if you were carrying a pane of glass across the road. I want to know, the idea was that the thing was wrapped up in newspaper and Pickles, the dog, He found, found it, Pickles, But yeah. dogs don't... Why would it be attracted to a lump of gold-plated silver? Yeah, unless, unless they put some bone marrow in it. Yeah, maybe they've been using it as a gravy bowl. <laughs> but it's right, you know, in films. I used to work, uh, go out with a woman who worked in films and every time we watched anything on the telly where a dog went into a room or something, she'd yeah. say, gravy. <laughs> that's, how, that's how they get them to go anywhere. Put, put a trail of gravy, they'll walk into a volcano. <laughs> anyway, little insight there into the uh, world of film. So, um, it's... Are we uh, finished? I th- that is the end, oh, yeah. Um, um, thank you so much to listening, uh, for listening today. Thank you... Um, Gareth? For coming... It's, oh, yeah. It's Gareth. 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 Oh, my God, that's embarrassing. I nearly said Claire. That would, uh, I'm thinking this can't be... Well, there are three of you in the relationship. <laughs> now, Gareth Richards, who um, will be at the Edinburgh Festival this year, if you'd like yes. to check him out. What venue are you at? Whistlebinkies. Okay. 
Um, remember that. That's a real thing. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I, mean like that. I didn't think you'd. Uh, <laughs> I thought you'd. Uh, I thought it was a sort of a thing that you said for good luck or something. Yeah. But, right. yeah go and see Gareth at Whistle Binkies. Um, I will. Yeah. And um, yes. So if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.